Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Monday to you. It's Monday, February 15th. To me, this is the last day of the road trip. It's the toughest test of the road trip for the Sixers. They play the Utah Jazz tonight at 9 o'clock. It's going to be a tough one for them. But, hey, got a lot to talk about. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next purchase. Another thing you can do is go to Rock Auto. Now, Rock Auto has amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And while you're doing that, you know what I mean? You also know that another sponsor of today's episode is Michelob Ultra, right? Are you happy because you win? Or do you win because you're happy? At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. So go enjoy some rock, some rock auto, some Michelob Ultra, and Bilt Bar. You know I do. So in addition to being the host of this podcast, I'm also the, the Philadelphia Inquirer beat writer for the 76ers, right? So with that being said, you can read my articles in Inquirer.com. You can also read them um, in the Philadelphia Inquirer and the Philadelphia Daily News hard copy. But today, I, you know, there's three things that comes to mind. The first thing is, uh, do we overreact to the 76ers? That's a question I have to ask. Do we overreact to the 76ers? Like when they win... Do we say that, man, the Sixers are the greatest thing around? They're going to go to the chip. And then when they lose, do we say, oh, bro, they got exposed. They're trash. Oh, that guy can't play. He's overhyped. Right? I mean, we got to ask ourselves that. Secondly, what about Joel Embiid? You know, Joel Embiid is listed as questionable for tonight's game. It was a game for a huge game in regards to the Sixers going up against the best team in the league. Secondly, it's a huge game for individuals' standpoint with uh, Joel head-to-head going up against Rudy, Rudy Gobert. And when you look at it, Joel hasn't really played against a lot of the elite centers in this league. Maybe some young ones, but he hasn't really played against a lot of the elite centers in this league. So, with that being said, we got to talk about that. Like, is that going to hurt him in regards to being an MVP? I mean, he is one of the, you know, arguably the top center in the league. I mean, Nikola Jokic, you know, is regarded as number one. Joel's number two, depending on who you talk to. So is this really going to hurt him? And thirdly, you know how we do. We just do some tidbits and we just throw things together, you know. We always just throw things together just to see um, well, how we're feeling right now. But in, in regards to the Sixers, right now the Sixers are 18-9, and nine, right? They have the best record in the Eastern Conference. You know, before the season started, and I keep saying this over and over, over, and over again, I said the Sixers were going to be the sixth best team in the East, fifth or sixth best team in the East. That's what I thought. 
You know, I look at the team. I felt like they still need to add another piece. But then what happened is we got caught up. We got hyped up. We saw what they were doing. And it was like, wow. They had an easy schedule now. But we were like, wow. This team is for real. You know, Daryl Morey goes on ESPN. He says, you know, paraphrasing championship or bust, probably championship or bust. People get riled up over that. So then all of a sudden, they lose to the Portland Trailblazers at home without the starters. They, 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 before that, they lost, not without the starters, but, you know, yeah, without the starters, they were missing four or four five starters, right? Then they, they, before that, they lost to the Brooklyn Nets without key players on the road. And then all of a sudden, it start changing, like, hmm, hmm, who knows? Maybe this team isn't that good, but then they beat the Lakers. Keeps going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, now they're on this West Coast trip. They win the first game against Sacramento, which was the easiest team of the four. They beat Zach. Then they go to Portland. They lose in the closing seconds, 107 to 106. But after the game, the thing was about the defense, not the, the, the backup unit, how they struggled, right? How the Sixers made how the Sixers made some close mistakes that 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 prevented them from closing out the game, right? And then from there, it we talk about uh, we talk about like you know, hey, maybe they're not that good, right? They go to they go to Phoenix. Chris Paul, future Hall of Famer. Devin Booker, the most underrated All Star that's, that's around, right? So we say to ourselves, we're like. Wow, I'm starting to see some flaws. Now, if they would have beat Portland, we would have said, wow, this is a team of destiny who just ran into a buzzsaw without shape, right? We would have said that, maybe some of us. But I'm here to say that I do think this team gets overhyped at times. I do think that people come down harsh on them when they lose. But at the same time, I don't think they're as good as their record says they are. And that's not a knock against them. I just think that they got a little overhyped because of the way they are, because of the way that they jumped out to a league. I mean, the fact is that they had the easiest schedule or tied or either the second, depending on when it was, right, For in, in the strength of schedule thing. Everybody, teams, even I'm including them, they were dealing with COVID. This is a weird season. And next thing you know, they're up there. And I do think, and I think that all the attention they got kind of sort of was like a little premature. Because when you think about it, Doc Rivers still trying to figure out what he has. I mean, the good thing about these games is he knows that eh, I may not be able to put my, my second unit out there for extended minutes as a collective unit, all of them together, right? That's something that he's probably learning right now. You know, um, he's, you know, Shake Milton. We're learning that right about now, <laughs> 
you know, they got six guys. They have the starters, Danny Green, um, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and the sixth man, Shake Milton. And it seems like whenever one of those guys, one of those six guys aren't there, they kind of sort of miss a beat. Now, some people may say, like, come on, Keith, Danny Green, he's just a role player. But he's a leader. He's a leader. And then he also sets up things for people coming off the bench. Like, that enables Shake to assume his role coming off the bench. So whenever all one of these guys aren't there, we kind of see a different team. So that lets us know that this team isn't as deep as maybe we thought it was going to be. Right? So that's where you are right there. Right there. Now let me tell you something about Bill Barr. You know, people who listen to this podcast, y'all know by now that Built the Built Bar is my go-to. You know, Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next purchase. Something else you need to do is you need to go to BetOnlineAG. I'm telling you, there's only one place that has you covered and the place that Locked On trusts, BetOnlineAG. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnlineAG. And use the promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Now, you can subscribe to this podcast anywhere you subscribe to a podcast at. You can also follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers. Do it today. Do it today. I'll keep you informed. Now, today, you know, we talk about how good the Utah Jazz are, right? The Utah Jazz have two All-Stars and Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. The Utah Jazz has won seven straight in 18 of their last 19 games, right? Now, the thing is, you know, Joel Embiid, let's, look, come on now, like, we, we can't get upset with Joel Embiid with missing games, right? It's, I mean, this brother has knee problems. He came in the league having foot problems. He has uh, back pain. He has all types of different things. See, I mean, the guy is always getting injured throughout his career. So in a 72-game season, and this season is kind of sort of condensed if you really want to think about it because they're playing games like, basically every other night. It's tough on a big man. So you know he's going to miss time. I mean, you factor in, and I said this before, he'll probably miss anywhere from 15 to maybe 20 games, maybe. But see, now the problem is you can't come out and say, all right, well, he's going to rest because of load management. They just don't say that anymore. They don't. So what they do is sometimes – Oh, he has back tightness. Now, who knows? Joel Embiid, you can tell that his back is bothering him. But a lot nowadays, they come out and say, back tightness, or this person has that, or da-da-da, or resting his bad knee. You know, it's load management. But they're coming out with these terms and this and that. Now, the problem is, Joel Embiid is having an MVP-type performance. 
MVP. But it just seems like a lot of the games that he missed comes on nights when we're there to matchups we, we would love to see. A prime example. He's already missed head-to-head matchups with standout centers Andre Drummond of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets, Jonas Valanciunas of the Memphis Grizzlies, and Miles Turner of the Indiana Pacers. Now, you know, we try to say that people don't hold stuff against people, right? But to me, when it comes down to all-star voting, there's going to be a portion of the media members who are going to look at it, the voters, and they're going to say, Okay, Jokic, Mm. he uh, played against these guys. And he he puts up the same numbers as Embiid. Mm. Wow. Uh, I don't know if I could give it to Embiid because of that. So you understand that this could be a rest day or it could be whatever. But sometimes you got to be in these games to play against the elite competition if you expect to get voted as the best player. And it's weird because you kind of knew coming into this game that he was going to be questionable. And the reason how you knew is because you look at him like, this is a game that you expect him to play. Again, a marquee matchup. And it just seems like all these other games are games that he was questionable against and he didn't play. Now, I'm not saying if guy's ducking anybody because he's competitive. But all I'm saying is it's just been one of these things where you know that he hasn't been able to play. Now, he did go up against Marcus All. He did go up against um, uh, Vucevic and things like that. So he's played some pretty good guys. But right here, you're talking about Drummond, Joker, Valachun is Miles Turner. You know, so you would hope that he would be able to play tonight against Rudy Gobert because I'm telling you, Rudy Gobert, in my opinion, may give him. Now, again, uh, Marcus Saul, you know, used to be his nemesis, not his man. He used to be his kryptonite, so to speak, back in the day. And But you look at Rudy Gobert, he's second in the NBA in block shots and third in rebounds, right? Um, He's fifth in field goal percentage. You know, he expected to provide the stiffest competition for Joe Embiid if he plays, if he plays. So, you know, you would like to just see Joel Embiid play tonight. That's all I'm saying. I know I would. I know I would. You know, CBDMD, visit CDB, CBDMD.com to receive 20% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. So here we have it. I mean, we talked about the Sixers. We talked about MB. We talked about how... Should we perceive the Sixers? Are they overhyped or whatever? You know, I mean, so we talked about a lot. 
You know, the thing is, though, I think when we're getting a really good idea of who this team is, again, like I said before, they have to work on some things, they have to tweak some things, that develop some guys. They they probably have to make a trade. Not probably. They will pro- have to make a trade if they expect to contend for a championship. You know, the hard part is I would love to see um, Utah and the Sixers at full strength tonight. Because then you can see you can see what it really is going to be like, you know, going up against this team. But when you look at this Utah team, it's a quality squad. I mean, we you know we're talking about Rudy Gobert, but Donovan Mitchell is is great. Now the problem is if you're the Sixers and you see a guy like Donovan Mitchell, right? Donovan Mitchell has averaged in the seven game. In, during, the, during the Sixers' seven-game winning streak, now, excuse me, during the Utah Jazz's seven-game winning streak, he is averaging 27.8 points, 5.8 assists, 4.7 rebounds, and one steal. I mean, the guy is balling. And I always enjoy watching him play or covering his games because of when him and Ben Simmons were rookies and the debate was who was the, the rookie of the year and the shirts and all this other stuff. It was uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So I kept following. And you look at him, and he's kind of like his Gobert's the defender. But he is the head of the snake, so to speak. And you also factor in that. Mm-hmm. So he's averaging 27.8 points over their last seven games, all wins. And then, but the Sixers just gave up 36 to Devin Booker. They gave up 30 to Dame Lillard. They gave up 30 to De'Aaron Fox. So you expect this guy to at least get 30. I mean, if you think about it, I guess right now, if you want to consider yourself an elite guard and you're trying to say, hey, prove that you're an all-star, I guess that's the number you have to get because it's like, hey, I want to make all-star. I'm not going to be a starter. But I don't make the all-star team and someone say, well, you only scored 26 against the Sixers. But such and such had 36 and the other two had 30. Sorry, bro. They want to make all-star too. <laughs> nah, it doesn't come to that. But, you know, I'm just saying, he got to be in a fraternity. I expect him to get a lot of points tonight. I do. I mean, who knows? No, no, I take that back. I think, I think, I think Ben is going to be motivated. Ben Simmons is going to be motivated against him. Right? But I do expect them to get his points. <laughs> I just want to thank y'all for listening. I always enjoy doing these podcasts. And have a blessed day. Peace.